Everybody, welcome to Book of Boba Fett Hot Takes, Episode 2, I guess we yes. can call it, right? Yes. <laughs> um, all right, just fresh off the take, I have seen, I've just watched it, you've seen it once. Once before, and, yeah. And um, quick right off the beat, do you like the direction where the show is going, or are you just like, I'm cool with it, you're like in the middle, or are you going downwards trend? Where are, you, where are you going with it? So I'd say overall, it's slightly upwards. I think I'm liking the show a lot. I think it's extremely well done. I I mean, I, we'll get into the details. I think I'm a little more interested in the current timeline stuff. And I feel the the flashback stuff is maybe a little more drawn out than it needs to be. But I really like the, the story that they're telling overall. I'm kind of... As we got through the middle of the episode before the dream sequence, which we talked about last yeah. week, like they can't be keep doing this or they're going to lose their audience a little bit. But for me, I suspect that this whole series is just going to be about Boba Fett and the trials and tribulations of his life. Yeah. It's not going to go anywhere. There's no massive plot line, which is unfortunate. Unless they do like a complete 180 next week and they don't show anything, which I don't think they're going to. No, I think it's uh, the book of Boba Fett, right? I mean, it's yeah. kind of like we talked last time following – the, the book of Exodus with Moses. I think there's a lot of parallels here. So I think it'll kind of keep going that route, but hopefully we get more of the, the current day stuff than maybe yeah. we've gotten so far. So let's, let's split it. Let's put the, our, our hot takes into two different sequences. I too think that the dream sequences are too long. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't like them either. I, I really want to know what's going on with the huts. And yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, they sold the show as crime Lord Boba Fett. Yep. And now we're, you know, lizard smoke in Boba Fett <laughs> finding sticks in the desert, um, which I thought was a cool like backdrop. Yes. But we'll get to that in a second. So yeah. in any case, it opens up with um, catching or bringing back one of the assassins. He goes into the Rancor pit and um, he says, oh, it's the mayor that did it, right? A yeah. couple, couple observations. The Rancor pit looked exactly like it did in the movie. Yes, yeah, it's spot awesome. on. Like he slides down the same slide like Luke did and stuff like that. It's it's spot on. They did it perfectly. Um, what I like, the only detail that I noticed that I don't think I've noticed from the movies, even though I watched Jedi a billion times <laughs> in my life, is the switch to open it up. Look like a Rancor head. Yeah. I don't think I've ever noticed I that. I think that in the might movies. be a newly added okay. detail because you're not the only person who's mentioned that. So, so I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And apologize again. My, my camera's acting up, even though um, it was working <laughs> last week. Um, no, no rancor there yeah, though there was some thought of um from uh i guess the bad batch they had gotten that young rancor Muchi, so there was some hope that maybe Muchi would have been down there but no mm. no rancor well there would be no one there to feed him basically at this <laughs> point right yeah um okay so and then they see he says the mayor they go to town and like all right now now here comes the showdown and the one thing i said to you during the show is they do an excellent job of creating an, uh, a living world yeah yeah, Mos Espa looks really like a real place. Like a real well, just like scene. the actors, right? Yeah. So it's not like you know, in A New Hope, the the uh, the new edition of it, where it's just like actors just walking straight across the the, the shot or kind yeah. of just hanging out. It looks like an actual city. Yeah, that's walking through there. The uh, the background actors do a really good job, which was really cool. Um, and then they get to the reception area. There's a bunch of jokes. It's just like any other. Bureau- bureaucratic <laughs> place exactly <laughs> have an appointment uh the major domo comes up kind of something to stop Boba Fett pushes through when they have a sequence what is what is the 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 mayor's species name i always forget that one it's their nickname the hammerheads right um and i forget the real name is is 
like a harder name to pronounce. I probably right. would say. Okay. I was going to say Hammerhead, but I didn't want to just. That's like kind of the uh, the nickname for them. Yeah. Okay. So. And it's the same species that uh, Doc Andor is um, from Galaxy's Edge that has right. the the place where you you can buy the lightsabers and stuff. So one of the things I thought was interesting. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen them talk before with like the small mouth openings with the device over there to do the the interpretations. So I thought that was a really yeah. cool touch. And the one thing that I kind of I, I picked up on is Boba Fett doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. Right. So he's like he just walks in and has this conversation and he takes the assassin for his word that it was the mayor. And I got thinking maybe he just said the mayor because somebody paid him to like if he got captured, finger somebody else for the deal, yeah, yeah. right? And start a fight. So I got a thought about that. Um then we get the sense that okay, so the, the mayor's like, you can have some money, and kind of, kind of dissed him like you're just a bounty hunter. You're not really. Yeah, he kept calling him a bounty hunter, and obviously, I think that's a big theme of the whole show is is Boba trying to get beyond his past as a b- bounty hunter and he's trying to evolve. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then he tells him to go to the sanctuary. The sanctuary says that the twins are back, and it's essentially we see actual somebody coming in with litter. It's two huts brother and sister and they duke it out now i'm one thing i thought was kind of funny the cgi of the, uh, the the huts is basically the same level of cgi from like the late 90s when they or the mid 90s when they redid like jedi and yeah and the new hope and stuff like that i was a little disappointed with that um okay and then they bring out the badass wookie and i know it ha- he has a name. It's a, this is a this is a set character. So one, yeah. One, so his name is a. Bl- I hope I say it correctly, but his name is Black Kersantan, and he's basically a Wookiee bounty hunter. He is has competed as a gladiator. So you noticed in this Boba Fett called him a gladiator. Boba Fett in the comics knows him. Actually worked with him at one point. Okay. So we'll, we don't know how much. You know, a lot of that was kind of from the legends and books and comics. We don't know how much is coming forward, but it's neat to see. And he's pretty, like like you said, badass. He's pretty badass in the, in the comics and stuff like yes. that. So hopefully we, we get to see him do a little bit more and he becomes a, a main character in this in this series. He looked really cool. I was like, that's, I was like, that's what a Wookiee... My, my camera's frozen, by the way, for the people on YouTube. It's really acting up today. Again, I apologize. Um, I, I, I said, this is what a Wookiee should look like in like battle armor because we never got that, right? In any of the... Um, yeah, I guess a little bit in the in the prequels when there's, there's the battle yes. of Kashyyyk. But you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a little bit, but this this was this was pretty good. Yeah. Um, anything else? Because this was this is basically the the end, right? The, the litter looks a little weak. It kind of goes away, and that's the end of current day Boba Fett at this point, basically. Right. Um, it, it to me it was pretty simple. It was pretty quick. I didn't look what the timestamp was, um, but I was a little unsatisfied with that. I wanted more. Like, what are we gonna? Yeah. Do? Well. I think they they tease out a lot of cool stuff, like you said. They introduce, you know, Black Chrysanthemum and the twins, and now he's got you know the mayor that he's dealing with. He's the the huts are back, or you know, they're here laying claim to what was job. Like, there's a lot of interesting things set up, and then I wanted more of it. Yes, um, and then so I don't know what the exact time set, but it definitely was more like one third new time, two thirds dream sequence, and I think I'd prefer if it was flip flopped. Yeah, so. The dream sequence, I mean, like, here's my takes, because basically nothing happened. Basically, the train comes by, kills a bunch of sand people. He goes and find. he sees then uh, speed bikes going, finds the biker game. They have biker yep. jackets and all. I thought it was kind of funny. Beats them all up, steals their bikes, come back. 
takes a couple, trains a bunch of dudes. There's a training sequence that was a little bit long. Um, they hijack Jack the train. There's a nice little train high sequence. Well, yeah, that was a really fun, in. really well done scene, like action scene. Oh, it was fun. Absolutely. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I, I think they could have abridged some of the stuff leading up to it, but um, in any case, who, who am I to judge? Well, actually, I am judging. <laughs> so they take the train. Um, you get a bunch of stuff. He's, they're setting up a bunch of Tuscan Raider, like this is your territory type of stuff, because that's probably going to come back later on in the show. Whereas, like, he yeah. needs he needs muscle, so he gets some Tuscan Raiders. Like, I, I suspect Tuscan Raiders are going to be, you know, his crew to like enforce some stuff. Right. So I, mm-hmm. I suspect that might happen. Um, so we're learning that he has now deeper ties rather than just being a captive. He gets inducted to their tribe. He does like a weird like lizard, peyote kind of dream finder sequence he goes to the yep. joshua tree and rips a branch off or something i don't i don't know what's happening and they forge a weapon and then they do a kind of dancing around type of thing a couple of things i picked up on that on on that, that the only parts that i really i mean the whole thing was rather interesting i mean it was glued to my screen watching it oh absolutely but, yeah but looking back on it so i'm not hating or i'm not yeah, nitpicking yeah. at all but looking back on it um the only things that I took away from it that were really cool that I'm going to like tuck away in my brain is like little Tuscan his, uh, Raider history. Like mm-hmm. since the oceans dried up, there's several tribes. We hide in the sands and you can kind of see them giving them guns and stuff like that. And that is and then, the history of Tatooine. It used to be a well, right? you know, a, a, a nice place to live with water and everything like that. And then it's essentially Arrakis. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. The um, you see the, the lizard popped out of his nose like on command. I yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Um, and then he made him part of a tribe, and then the, the show was over. Yep. So again, as this is just like last last episode, I there's I don't know if I have any comment. I mean, I guess I haven't watched all the Easter egg like yeah. parts that you have. Is there anything that stands out that was really cool that I might? Not so what I liked, and well, first of all, one thing with the train, the people that were operating the train are the Pike Syndicate. Which, oh, okay. if you've watched from uh, Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff, the Pike Syndicate is a big part, and they were also in Solo, so it's bringing in another crime syndicate, right? So we talked about the sure. Huts and and that sort of thing. So now we also have the Pikes involved. They're the ones who who mine the spice and in Kessel and transport it. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting is, and I'm not sure if this was confirmed, but it was it was stated that the place they go where he goes to get the speeder bikes and beats up the biker gang is supposedly the Tashi Station. Which, oh, if you remember, that? yeah. So, if you remember from episode four, that's where Luke wanted to go with his friends. You know, Uncle Ben, it's I was going to go with my friends to the, at the Tashi station. And apparently, those, the two humanoid kind of couple that was there that gets beat up, those are supposedly Fixer and Cammy, who were Luke's friends. And that there's a deleted scene from episode four that they're in. So that's like a oh. deep Easter egg from a cut scene, like that sort of thing. So interesting. Apparently. I've seen some of the old, old cut yeah. scenes when Luke was in wherever he was. Yeah. And, I mean, I remember them being in like a house type of thing and like stairs and he had Wedge talk to him yeah. before he took off, those type of things. I thought it was really cool. I picked up on that the the two, I guess, humans, let's yeah. just call them humans <laughs> for, for better, lack of a better term. Um, they were all uh, like dressed up in like late seventies, early eighties, like hairstyles and clothes, right? Which I think really fit with the timeline of when you know episode four was shot. So yeah, I thought that was really awesome. Um, That was that was a good little attention to detail that you know I could appreciate. Um, Okay, so that Tashi station that was interesting. Anything anything else that I might have missed? So the the one thing I noticed um, was was at the end when they were dressing him, 
it reminded me a lot of the start to episode one when the droids were putting on his armor. So it was kind of like mirroring. Oh, right. Yep. So I think there's just a lot of like, like we talked about him trying to evolve and like, he knows has his past. And then I did watch some of the like YouTube breakdowns. They get really theoretical about the symbolism of the tree and that and it's his family tree and he's trying to break free from his Ugh. like, what do you like? So I don't know if that's reading too much into it or whatever. Um, but he, he does have the flashbacks and he th- you know, of Camino and stuff like that. But like clearly it's humanizing him, I think. Yeah, it's it's too. humanizing him. It's showing that he wants to evolve beyond being just a bounty hunter, and that it's also while it's humanizing him, it's also humanizing the the Tuscan Raiders. Um, and so I think that's kind of been the key the key point of all of this. I mean, if uh, I suspect that we're going to see him. I, I think they're playing the long con or long game, I guess. Yeah. Like they're conning you at until the kind of like boring flashbacks that are not boring, but boring overall. Right. With like, okay, so maybe the next episode, it's going to be like him. You're going to see him creating a Tuscan quote unquote crime syndicate or gang or something else yeah. like that. And then you're going to have a payoff from all of this work. Yeah. I mean, future episode, if, I if we've watched like the seasons of Mandalorian and stuff, it's all about kind of gathering your, your, your crew for the final exactly. battle. And, and you could definitely just, picture this this tuscan raider tribe they just need to end this right now i mean like the the current day was like directly after last week yeah this episode was could have been a week after wherever they left off right it was it was it was fairly close he still had the same clothes he was kind of training a little bit type of thing that was it i just hope that like the next episode is them like all right, finally get their first tribute, and then we got to go through all of that. And then the next episode is like him, and they're doing a little. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a like, lot of oh. too with the with the trailers and stuff where he's he's called the leaders of the different syndicates together, and then he's you know. So we haven't seen that yet. Hopefully, that's coming soon. Usually, you know, with the trailers, they give out scenes that are in like kind of the first half of the season, and then they have the mid the midway additional trailer. So hopefully that's coming up in the next episode or two. Well, we're, we're, we're almost at the halfway mark. So they better get on with the story a yeah. little bit. Um, the only other thing is what I, I mean, it's okay. We're getting, we're getting the Boba Fett. Where's Boba Fett been for like the last five years since Jedi type of thing. Yep. So we're getting that story. We get glimpses of his childhood, looking at his dad's helmet and stuff like that. Um, I would really like to know like where he got his armor where he, you know, kind of grown up and like that would have been a more interesting like pre Jedi history. I yeah, I feel like we're not getting that. other than those those little flashbacks of when he was a real little kid. I mean, I know they in the Clone Wars there's some of him when he's like a little bit of an older kid and stuff. But I feel like I'd Which like to terrible, get a I'd like to get a, a little bit more of okay, like how did he become like the most feared bounty hunter in the galaxy? Right, like it wasn't just because he was Jango's clone son, right? Like what did he do to earn that reputation? Right. And I think that might have been a more interesting show, but um, they got to tie it into the Mandoverse. And, yeah. th- and this is the problem with Star Wars. Here, I'm going to go on a, a two-minute rant here. <laughs> um, is they're creating amazing stories. And somebody commented about how, like I said, no one's going to care about Andor next yeah. year. Um, and somebody commented on YouTube saying that I I care about it. I'm going to watch it. I thought you know it's going to be awesome, and I love Rogue Six. I'm like, look, I thought Rogue or Rogue, Rogue One. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, I thought Rogue One was the best Star Wars movie since Empire, right? So mm-hmm. I put it right below an Empire, just in quality of storytelling and everything else. Um, but it was finite. It had a beginning and end because you knew what happens directly after yeah. that, right? Like, so there's, you knew where these characters are going. Andor is going to be the same way. It's just, you know where these characters are going. You know where the storyline's going. So there's a finite end to it. There's no mystery, right? You have nice little stories, which are great. But in the overall scheme of things, Star Wars is still stuck in the mud. 
You know, mm-hmm. Palpatine somehow comes back and has a massive, you know, ship a fleet of ships somewhere that no one knows about, and they fight one more time, and then he dies again. Hopefully, maybe finally for the final time. I don't know, but like we know that's ahead. So yeah. now it's just kind of like it's kind of like the old MCU versus Netflix. Where like you have the street level Netflix shows with like uh, Daredevil, Daredevil and all that other stuff, Jessica Jones and stuff. Yeah. That have no attachment to the rest of the story. And then you have the Avengers like, you know, fighting in you know, earthly invasion and stuff like that. So I think it only works when you have both things going at the same time. Mm-hmm. Right. We, with Star Wars movies are done. Like there's no Star Wars movies coming out. They're not continuing. The, the, there may, I don't know who, maybe they might cancel them next week. Like they cancel everything else. Um, so I just don't know where they're going with a lot of this content other than, creating enjoyable content for that's a lot of fan service which is great but like to your point there's not not a lot of mystery other than uncovering questions from previous movies or whatever but the the, i think the main issue is that star wars is a as a as a genre of or whatever a universe is all about epic battles right good versus Mm -hmm. evil and it only works when you have that over-ending arc. I mean, I, I love all the filler content and stuff, but it's still filler content in the grand scheme of things of, of what we mm-hmm. know. So I will watch all the Star Wars stuff with fervor and enjoyment. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like poo-pooing all this yeah, content. I mean, we're, like, we're taking the time to make a podcast about it. Yes, <laughs> like, like, keep bringing it. I love yeah. this stuff. I get hyped every time I see it. But I'm, a, a part of me is still disappointed that like, okay, we're still stuck in like, this one t- block of time. Let's Let's – tell new stories and new heroes yeah. and stuff like that. Cause you know, I don't think we'll ever get Boba Fett as like, you know, an empire hiring or the empire hiring the best, you know, bounty hunter type of story because we've got Mandalorian, which is somewhat similar to that. Yeah. We're not going to have another show of watching another um, Mandalor- person in Mandalorian armor run around the galaxy. It's, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, so that's, that's, it's a little disappointing. So I just, uh, like you said, at the beginning of the top of the show, I just hope that we move on with the story and we see, like, I just, I want to see Boba Fett as a crime lord. I want to see Boba Fett yeah. evolve to the next level of whatever. Because, um, of course, you can just kind of hand wave everything up. He's a crime lord of Tatooine. That's why he never shows up again in the universe. Type yeah. thing. I mean, what, it, it is what it is. Um, all right. We're hitting almost the 18, uh, 20 minute mark. Anything that we forgot to touch on, Phil? No, the only other thing I wrote down was I, I believe the train as it goes by is being powered by the uh, pod racing engine. Oh yeah, yeah. So I think that's another little callback. So I think yeah, there's so many great fan service things in here. So I think all a lot of the diehards are really loving that part. Um, so keep bringing that, but let's uh, let's move the story forward a little bit. Well, that's what Favreau and Filoni yeah. are good for. Oh, right? yeah. You respect the fan service, absolutely. I mean, everything's good, done. right? Yeah, exactly. It's hidden. It's not thrown in your face like the prequels were. Yeah. So we can talk about that another day. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, we'll be back with a guest on this weekend for um, Matt Bagel of DCI. Guess. We'll be yep. on, our, on our weekly show. We're going to talk about uh, his trip, a little bit about Genie Plus. I, I can't wait to argue with him because he's <laughs> completely wrong with all his takes. Um, there is no wrong takes. But that being said, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time, guys. Take care, bro.